0: This is Pop Up Podcast from The Devil in Detail and Rob Parkson, and I'm here talking all things Salford Red Devils. I spoke to head coach Paul Rowley ahead of Salford's contest at Wigan this uh, Sunday on live on Channel Four, and uh, this is what we had to say.
1: Coach's corner.
0: Right, Paul, are you okay?
1: Hiya, Rob. Yeah, I'm good, mate. Thank you.
0: Good, good. You're in the middle of a tough run of games. Uh, what's the mood like in the camp? <laughs>
1: Our mood's good. Uh, it's always good. I think uh, again, I've played in a I've played in a team that lost thirteen on the row, and, and, and it was probably one of my most enjoyable seasons as a player. So um, you can still enjoy and have a good environment, you know, whilst not pulling off the results. So, uh, and I think that probably is a similar situation here. So you know, if there's a little bit maybe as self belief lacking or. Or, you know, maybe a little bit of confidence that's possibly the case, but um, but mood's good,
0: yeah. You talked about that Uddersfield experience last week, um, obviously, sort of gaining from that experience now. Do, do you kind of sort of, it's all the alarm bells were ringing back then. Are they ringing but as loud now,
1: do you think? Um, yeah, but I think, uh, I don't think there's been any surprises as such, I think, um. Uh, you know, we, as you all pointed out, we, we got, we've been challenged in areas that we knew we'd get challenged, and uh, I guess other than the injuries, mm. uh, which is which are unforeseen and, and unfortunate, um, you know, I don't like I said, I don't think there's been any surprises, um, and you know, like I said, right at the beginning, the bookies made us uh, w- within a cluster of three favourites for relegation for a reason uh, because we spend least, so uh, you know, probably. Um, I would suggest that we can we can turn out an, ed- an a left, a left edge this week under 200 grand and Wiggins will be 600 grand. So you know there's there's uh, it's not rocket science, is it? So uh, but however, it, it presents a challenge um, and you know, as long as we're applying effort, uh, which I do think we do apply effort every week. I don't think it's been a week we've not applied effort, uh, albeit sometimes misguided. And, 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 and not for long enough periods, like I said. So um, we've got a good group, that's for sure. We've definitely got a good group, But um, and, and what, what we really need is additions to the group. Um, everyone's good in the group. We just, you know, Some experienced additions would be great, but um, we're going to have to gain that experience on the move this year. And ultimately, whilst we're all on this journey, it'll set us in good stead and, and be great for the future. Uh, but you know, it, for the present and the now, uh, we, you know we need to we need to knuckle down and, uh, and and come up with something. Have you identified potential targets when there is money in the tin? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can identify targets, but you know, with, with, without uh, knowing what we've got and uh, and and how much money's in the tin, it's uh, it's a bit. It's like going shopping at Selfridges with, with not knowing how much you've got in your wallet in it you know mm. it's pointless
0: right yeah. uh, obviously you we played wigan in the cup uh, and, we, and we lost made a lot of errors that night you weren't very happy about it have, yeah. you, have you spoke to the, the players about about what happened and how they can fix it all
1: yeah we've referenced a lot of that so we actually uh believe it or not on a very rare occasion one territory uh we have more territory than them um we made i think 16 or 18 errors uh, completed at something like sixty-two percent, so we've still got more territory, which is quite remarkable. We missed twenty-two tackles, so we were sloppy. Uh, a lot of it came from our errors, like you say. Um, there were some good parts in the game, uh, mainly defensively on edges, uh, but we didn't score a point. So uh, we're going to tough the resilient. um so, you know, if you can if you can keep hold of the ball for a starter, that'd be a good start point. Then, then you, you give yourself a chance, don't you? But uh, uh, like us we're going really good in transition attack um i think we we score the most tries at a transition attack they score the second most tries. so again something we're very good at um and and but they're also very good and, and so we want to be presenting a smooth and, and solid line on any kick chases or any any disruption because with people like french and, and field um a, a fractured line at any point in the game or loose ball or offloads, He's, he's gonna he's, he's, well, It's lethal, isn't it? We're not going to get a second chance to rescue them situations with them sort of boys in the team.
0: Mm. Yeah, we're ninth in the league at the moment. We're third of the way through the season. Obviously, with all the injuries and suspensions so far, uh, are you are you kind of okay where we are at the moment, considering what we've gone through?
1: Oh, not really. I I, I, I would never be comfortable uh, at the bottom half of the table. Mm. Uh, I can accept. Uh, to a point where we're at and that, you know, uh, again, you kind of are where you deserve to be, aren't you? So, and that always, and and, and, they all, and you quite hear that saying that it doesn't always reflect, the score doesn't reflect the game or the table doesn't reflect where we're at, but I, I always think it does uh, and it is a reflection. Um, you know, a, a couple of wins maybe that we would see, look back on and think we could have won them games absolutely wow. there is a couple and then suddenly you're in you're, you're in the top six which is you know remarkable mm-hmm. so things can change real quick overnight uh, in super league at the minute uh there's uh there's definitely a quality gap between top half bottom half um but again uh, additional personnel of quality would make an uh, an unbelievable difference to any team uh, but it costs money and so that, that's what the money gives you
0: yeah, you're hosting a coaching course seminar for the local coaches in the area in May, engaging the local coaching community uh, and passing ideas and experiences is only a good thing.
1: Yeah, well, I set up the pathways last year, obviously, and they, I did a lot uh, to open the doors and build relationships with our community clubs. Um, you know, we've and brought some good people in who's, who's continuing that work. So, uh, I'm, it's just an open door policy, really, if, and. And myself, Kurt, and Danny, will, will, will get in together with, with the local coaches and and have a good chat and and uh, and chew the fat and and bounce bounce ideas off one another. And uh, you know, we can share our experiences at elite level and give exposure to 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 the, the, the other coaches, because ultimately uh, it's quite a guarded sport, rugby league. I felt and access to information, and knowledge, is not always easy to come by. And uh, yeah, so. I've, been, I've always been quite the opposite where it's been an open-door policy for me.
0: Yeah, final one uh, from me. Wigging away this week, so it's always going to be a tough contest. Uh, We've obviously with the injury list and playing availability, uh, is the pressure slightly off, do you feel?
1: Uh, the pressure just stays the same for me. Uh, the pressure for me is to just do the best I can at my job, which is preparing the team uh, and, and being honest with the team all the time and, and so that pressure remains um I'm, i again i understand where we're at what we're doing what we've what the resources and all that and things so um i try and control the controllables have we had a good session have we had a good prep and and we review all our own work as well as coaches and and, and we're the first to say if if we didn't get something quite right um but uh we're, we're comfortable that whilst we always want to improve and do things better and different and learn from other people that, um, you know, we're, we're comfortable that we're, we we can't, we can't do any more than what we're giving. So we're giving everything and we'll continue to give everything, uh, and we're not stressed. Uh, are we under pressure? Yeah. But pressure of what we put on ourselves and that pressure is a, a good pressure, not one that's, uh, you know, we're not taking it home and, uh, you know, kicking the dog or anything like that. We're we're just working hard.
0: Brilliant. Cheers, pal. Thanks, mate. Coach's Corner. So I'm joined by Salford Devils ladies assistant coach Don Schofield. Welcome to the show, Don.
2: And um, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. Obviously, big weekend ahead for the ladies. Their first league fixture against Warrington Wolves. Lunas. Looking forward to that.
2: We are, um, alongside being apprehensive as well. Um, we've had a really good pre-season and um, the run-up to this has been really positive. So we're hoping we can kind of build on what we've done so far and take that into the league, really.
0: Yeah, obviously, before we start talking about the ladies and the journeys you've been on so far, let's talk about your rugby league journey. How did you get into rugby league and, and coaching at Salford? Well,
2: so um, I played from being um, about eight years old um, and... <laughs> Then I played mixed rugby and then straight into women's. Um, stopped when I had my children um, and then jumped back into coaching when my son started playing. Um, so I've been a community coach at Salford City Roosters for about five years and um, you know I've been out and about in the community doing bits and pieces and the opportunity came up for assistant coach at Salford and um, I've been doing the RFL Women's lead, uh, Performance and Leadership Programme for the last year so it just felt like it was the right time to Step up and do something of you know of a more professional kind of nature, and it felt like the right you know as a Salford girl, Salford fan, it felt like the perfect position for me really.
0: I suppose it's like a dream job really, coaching uh, Salford Red Devils' uh, ladies side. Obviously, you know, being uh, being local. Uh, Have you seen like the the ladies' game grow in in that period you've been involved?
2: Yeah, massive. You know, when I was playing women's rugby, there was you know four or five teams, and we could travel to Hull and Barrow. on consecutive weeks because that's where the teams were and there was there was no youth section at that point. You know, I was 14 when I finished playing mixed and jumped straight into women's rugby. So, thankfully now there's better pathways and development and, you know, a much better exposure on the women's game than there was when I was playing.
0: Yeah. So, obviously, you, you got the assistant role at, at Salford at, sort of at the beginning of the, of the process at Salford. How, how did that sort of make you feel, obviously, being there at the very beginning?
2: Um, ecstatic. Um, I was interviewed and I was very um, honest about what I kind of wanted from the, um, you know, the team and, and what what my expectations were. And um, the first kind of game was quite an emotional experience for me as a, you know, as a, a woman player, as a Salford fan to kind of be part of that first ever historic game was quite an emotional moment for me. And and from me, me, my dad as well, we had a bit of a tear together and. It's just been, it, it, it was massive for, for me as a Salford fan alongside being a coach.
0: Does it make it extra special because it's Salford?
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd love to have coached any women's this team, but it, it does feel, it, it felt amazing the first time I stood there and heard that, you know, that siren to walk out. You know, it was very, you know, my, you know, my, arms, my hair stood up on my arms a little bit and it was, it was quite an emotional one for me.
0: Yeah, obviously you've been through the, the pre-season. Uh, you've had a, cub, a good cup runner as well. You're in the in the League Cup. I think it's quarter-finals now. Um, what's the obviously? What's your evaluation of that uh, process so far, uh, pre-season?
2: Uh, you know, we couldn't have asked for a better one, really. Um, you know, the game against Swinton, You know, although it was a settler for us, you know, it was interesting to get them out in the park for the first time and see what they could do. Um, you know the pre-seasons that we've had and the the friendlies that we had were a really good measure and a good test for us. And um, you know the win against Wakefield in particular was very very special for us. And um, but we learnt more from the Wigan game than we did from the Wakefield one. So it's been you know we couldn't have asked for a better pre-season really in terms of preparation for the cup and then in preparation for the league.
0: Yeah, you, you played obviously two Super League sides. You played two. Uh, sort of League One sides. Your first or sort of real test is is against one of, and Wolves. Lunars are in like the Championship, like yourself. Um, obviously, are you looking forward to that? Because obviously, it's it's a new uh, sort of challenge playing a team that's not either above you in the ratings or below.
2: Yeah, I think it's a real good challenge for us. I think that um, you know they have a lot of talented players, and you know it's you know for us it's, it is going to be our biggest test, um, and to see whether you know. We, we kind of deserve to be there and i think that we do i think the quality of the players that we've got show that this, you know championship is a good place for us to be and um, you know it's, it's difficult not to get involved in the hype of of is it role really and, and try and stay grounded so it's just been important for us to just focus on us and our fundamentals and our non-negotiables and just keep heads down and, and keep doing what we're doing really
0: is that the biggest challenge? Obviously, because we've had a you know really good preseason with 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 good wins against uh, so supposedly bit you know better sides. Is that what the biggest challenge that you coaches face keeping the ladies uh, grounded?
2: Um, yes, it would probably be the your direct answer. You know, the, especially after the sprinting game, and mm. you know it, there was a lot of social media noise after that, and, and all for the right reasons. You know, the girls deserved the, the credit that they got there, and and um, you know we have kind of had a, a real good social media buzz around us which is positive but it's easy to get lost in that sometimes so it's been a bit very much about grounding them and, and just keep working at our standards and what we expect from them really and um, but the girls deserve every you know every positive comment that they they get because they're great role models and, and you know and they're a great attribute to the club so it, it's about balancing them both really.
0: Yeah, well, so a slight real history in it because when you when you think about it, you know this moment will go down uh, in the club's history, like the the Challenge Cup win or on the you know the Super League uh, sort of Grand Final appearance or a League uh, Cup League win in, in the seventies. You know it's it's the first time this a ladies team will represent Salford Red Devils in in a, in a league um, you know format, and obviously it'll be a, a really emotional time and a, and a time to celebrate for the club too.
2: Yeah, I hope so. You know, hopefully it's just me that's the emotional one, but. Um, yeah, you know the club have done a great job in, in selling the girls and have been and behind us every step of the way. And I hope that they kind of get to share the history and and that, that part of what people are talking about, you know, in the future. You know, I talk about the Challenge Cup finals and and good experiences I've had as a fan. I want players and the you know fans in the future. Yeah, to they watch the women play.
0: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know what, which players were stood out for you so far in this pre Yeah. Um,
2: I would say all of them, mm. uh, and I know that's very diplomatic sitting on the bench. <laughs> um, but what you know, when you when you think about what we've asked of the girls, um, you know, we ask them to trial, which is really difficult because you're you essentially competing for people for your shirt, and you've got to be better than the players ahead of you, and then we're asking them to then become a team, and you know, these girls have played against each other, they've been opponents, they've been involved in environments that have not necessarily been great, whether they've played alongside each other. And then we're asking and then we've had players come from different clubs who've never met anyone before ever. So we've asked them to, to build and become a team on under very difficult circumstances and I've got to say, you know, I am very impressed with the way that they've done that. They're very focused. They're very much a group and you know, as a collective, they're very, very strong. Um, but there obviously are, you know, some key individuals. You know, our spine in particular, from Lucy through to to Demi. That that spine that we have is just—it's epic. You know, it's it's phenomenal to watch, and it's you know it's exciting to watch as a as a Salford fan.
0: Yeah, it's a very diplomatic hands. It's, it's it's very good. Obviously, like you say, everyone's—it's a team effort, and uh, you know we're all going in the right direction aren't we?
2: Yeah, I think you know there are there obviously our leaders on the team, and there are people that get us up the field and their drivers, but you know, as a collective to ask what they've been asked to do and mm. to do it so successfully is a credit to them really.
0: Yeah. Obviously like you said, Warrington Wolves Lunars on, on Sunday. Um what do you make of them? Are they what's their strengths? What do we need to look out for?
2: Um I had a bit of a brief watch of the whole KR game from a couple of weeks ago. they um, we've got a really good fullback and a good six and seven okay. as both women's teams. Um so, you know, it'll be interesting to see how we can we control and manage those girls. And, and we've talked about the ways in which to, you know, to manage that. Um, um, but we just focus on kind of what we need to do. Um, so I don't kind of get involved in the, you know, analysing every single bit of every other team. But I, I, I do work on what our girls need to do in order to overcome that team. So we've worked on making progress in the middle, you know, being dominant and aggressive in the middle. Um, and, we, you know, because we know what we can do in good ball. We know that when Demi gets that ball in her hand, magic things happen. So, about, you know, getting getting up there and, and, and dominating in the middles, really.
0: Yeah. And obviously, we, Lucy McKeown on on, on, the, on the end of these uh, wonderful moves. You've got a, a try scorer there who, who knows where the line is.
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, we we got Lucy on, you know, Lucy came to us on trial. And the minute she got the ball in her hand, you, you, you feel like, like flutters really, it was like seeing something magical happen and, and seeing her learn how to play with the league and she's full of questions and she, she you know, she, she's like a sponge really, she wants to learn everything about the game and then to see how she's embedded herself in the team again, coming in on trial isn't easy um, so seeing how she's embedded herself in the team and how the team have accepted her and then she's just so magical with that ball in her hand, you know at, at Severston it was eight carries and seven tries wasn't it, you know you can't ask for anything more than that
0: yeah, well, you've got strike players all over. You've got Steph Gray as well. She, she's a, she's a, a, you know, a try scorer. She knows where the line is as well.
2: Oh, well, absolutely! You know the way Steph carries that ball in. Um, I, I remember one of the first time I kind of watched her um, as a coach, and I, I was as a player. I'm trying to analyze her, like how would I tackle that because mm. she's a, such a you know, she runs with such passion and such aggression, and she runs at such a tricky angle that as a defender, you, you would be thinking, oh, am I going to manage that? But she's so impactful with the ball in her hand, and she, she's really good.
0: Yeah, and obviously, you need your forward pack to be rolling forward, and, uh, you know, they, they certainly did that against against Featherstone a few weeks ago.
2: Oh, yeah, some great, domin- you know, some great domination in the middle there. You know, Darcy, um, in particular, was very, you know, impactful against Featherstone, and she made good yards, and and that's what we ask from them, really, you know, to set, we, I talk the forwards about being the foundation of the team. So we get, if the foundations are solid, we get them up, up the field and, you know, and let the football happen. So we work a lot on just, you know, making our advantages and, and, and taking our games wherever we can, really. But, that you know, they, they are very, you know, very keen and very, you know, willing to work hard for each other, which is really good.
0: Yeah, obviously, first league game, looking forward, there's plenty of teams that are going to challenge you and are you looking forward to that challenge?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I've, I've heard other teams discuss that, you know, we're the, the ones to watch and we're the targets and I'd much rather prefer, they said, you know, we're looking forward to playing that team and uh, I think I'm just genuinely, as a rugby league, I'm looking forward to playing against teams, you know, seeing 40 women play quality game of rugby for me is a win and... Um, So, yeah, there's lots of teams that we're excited about playing. Obviously, we've got the cup run to to think about as well. Um, So exciting times ahead for us. It's just about kind of managing, you know, games alongside picking up any injuries and just making sure that we're looking after our players and and that we're keeping them, you know, ticking over. Because it's a a very fast rolling season from, from this week, really.
0: You've been brilliant, Don. Big thanks for for joining us and and giving us insight into the the first game against uh, Warrington Wolves Lunars at Victoria Park on on Sunday in Warrington. Yeah,
2: thank
0: you for having me. So that's the end of this pop-up podcast from the Devil in the Detail. i pack. You can find us on Facebook, Devil in the Detail SRD. You can find us on Twitter at DITDSRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Radio Contact, Spotify and YouTube. See you soon.